with Radio On The Go News. Brian Fancher reporting. Voters in the Hampton-Dumont School District yesterday approved to renew and extend the district's revenue purpose statement by a wide margin. The measure passed 125 to 9. Funding is used for facility and technology purposes. Yesterday, a $12.6 million bond issue in the North Butler School District failed to receive 60% of the vote to pass. 400 yes votes were cast, or 50.7%, to 389 no votes, or 49.3%. If approved, the funds would have been used to construct, furnish, and equip an addition to the junior-senior high school building and to also improve the site and to remodel, repair, improve, furnish, and equip the existing buildings. This is the second bond issue that has gone before North Butler voters in the past 18 months. The first one only received about 20% of the yes votes. Voters yesterday in the Applington-Parkersburg School District renewed the district's physical plant and equipment levy. The PEPL was renewed with 88.72% yes votes to 11.28% no votes. The PEPL was due for a 10-year renewal at the current rate of 57 cents per $1,000 of assessed property value, a rate which voters last approved in 2014. Funds generated are used for upkeep of the district's physical assets. Monday, about 9.05 a.m., the Franklin County Sheriff's Department received a report of a single-vehicle rollover accident along Balsam Avenue south of Missouri. The car went into a ditch and rolled over onto its top. The car, driven by 35-year-old Kayla Harris of Creston, had three passengers with her. All four were transported to the Iowa Specialty Hospital in Belmont for treatment of what officials say were minor injuries. Assisting agencies were the Iowa State Patrol and the Belmont Ambulance. Monday night, the Hampton Police Department received the report of the theft of items from a residence in the 100 block of 8th Street Southeast. Cash and other items were allegedly stolen, including jewelry. The investigation continues, but the total value of what was taken, at least $700. Monday afternoon, the Franklin County Board of Supervisors held a special meeting and held a public hearing on the county's proposed Commercial Wind Energy Conversion System Ordinance. During the hearing, 23 oral comments were received by the Board of Supervisors, including more concerns on the recycling of broken parts from the turbines. Over 40 written comments were received by the board as well. A motion was made to table the approval of the third reading of the proposed ordinance, but the motion failed due to a lack of a second. A motion was made to postpone the question on consideration of the third reading of the ordinance until the board's regular meeting next Monday. The motion passed. The regular meeting Monday will be held at the Law Enforcement Center. Franklin County Board of Supervisors Chairman Chris Van Ness Tells Radio On The Go News what happens if the third reading is passed next Monday. The moratorium will come off. The wind ordinance is approved. It's currently in place until March 31st. So then if there are changes going to be made to the wind ordinance, then it'll probably be extended for another quarter. They took their time to come in and tell us, you know, their opinion. So now we want to return the favor and tell them why we may or may not be voting for it or against it. Monday's meeting will begin at 8.30 a.m. at the LEC in Hampton. The Hardin County Board of Supervisors this week held a public hearing to vacate a street that was planned for but never built near the Pine Lake Corn Processors Plant in Steamboat Rock. The Hardin Supervisors approved two buy-sell motions 
to have the county attorney draw up the documents to acquire real estate. Monday night, the Hampton City Council held a workshop meeting and received information that a business owner near the downtown area had inquired about using storage pods for storage next to his business. Public Works Director Doug Tarr asked for guidance from the City Council on how storage pods should be handled. The Hampton Council asked Tarr to draft a moratorium, not allowing storage pods in town until the Council has time to thoroughly discuss the subject. The moratorium is expected to be on the Council's regular meeting agenda for tomorrow night. Today, the Latimer City Council will hold the first reading of an ordinance relating to off-street parking and storage of vehicles in residential areas and on recreational trails. The Latimer Council will consider setting up a spring cleanup event for the end of April and will discuss street improvement plans for this year. The Latimer City Council meets today 6.30 p.m. at City Hall. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program is Sheffield Mayor Scott Sanders will give us an update on what's happening in the city, including spring and summer projects ahead in 2023. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program airs weekdays over the noon hour on KLMJ following the news, weather, and obituaries with archived programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. And the Radio On The Go broadcast area remains under a winter storm watch from tomorrow morning until late tomorrow night. Five to seven inches of snow may accumulate while strong winds may produce blowing snow as well, reducing visibilities. For the latest on Iowa road conditions, go to RadioOnTheGo.com and look under the weather tab. The high in the past 24 hours here at our studios, 44 in the low of 32. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.